Konnichiwa. This is Erica. Hey everyone, this is Fareed, and we're smashing the patriarchy one episode at a time. To Super Smash Host, and today we're really excited to have the one and only Tiger. <laughs> Hi, guys. So, Tiger is the 2019 uh, winner of Mr. Gay Japan. He's also a UN Youth Ambassador, he's a Human Rights Watch Youth Ambassador, and full time gay person. Yay! <laughs> Yay! We're so excited to have you, Tiger. Thank you so much for having me. So today we wanted to talk about homosexuality in Japan, your、mm-hmm. experience.、Um, also, you do a lot of activism、yes. mm-hmm. and just pick your brain if that's <laughs> okay. All right. And also, we'd like to hear about your experience、um, with the competition with Mr. Gay. And yeah, just basically get to know you better. Sounds good. <laughs> okay, should I just start? Yeah, All right. I think we should start with Mr. Gay Japan. Absolutely. Yeah, so how was that? Oh was my that goodness,、like? I just came back from South Africa.、Yeah. South Africa. <laughs> so was, yeah, people talk like that. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, you can speak some of it too. A little、right? bit. I speak the、um, Kosa. It's Kosa, which is、um, so、it's、cool. the, one of the t- 11 official languages in South Africa. And it's got like. And it's amazing. For everyone who doesn't know, Tiger is king of accents、oh、and languages. It's insane. Yeah, it's too nice. Follow、yeah. him on Instagram for、yeah. like your daily dose of、yeah. accents. Thank you.、Um, yeah, so I got involved in a Mystic Age Japan,、um, and this was because I really love the platform that I can use to really make a change because it's. I, I want to be a voice or a role model. Voice because. A lot of people in my country, especially, they don't have the voice.、Um, so I wanted to be a voice for them because I'm very privileged to have a voice.、Um, mm-hmm. you know, my childhood wasn't easy growing up as a homosexual man,、um, but I know that people have, have it maybe a little worse, and I always have to acknowledge my privilege. So that's why. But the reason why I got involved was because I've always been a fan of the Mr. Gay World composition, and I've watched this since I was 13 on YouTube.、Yeah. Oh, Over and over and over again, and、wow. I was just admiring the, you know, the homosexual men, you know,、right. who was amazing, just standing up for like a lot of rights and stuff. So I wanted to be that, but Mr. Japan, Mr. Gay Japan, didn't exist back then. Yeah, I've、really? never、right? heard、yeah. about it until so, this year. Absolutely. How many years has there been like? A Japanese chapter.、Mm-hmm. A chapter.、Um, I'm the second Mr. Gay Japan. <gasps>、oh. So <laughs> it started 2018. So、wow. they brought it to Japan 2018. And by the time I realized, so this was exactly the time I wish that th- this would happen in Japan. And by the time I realized they came to Japan, this was、uh, too late for me to、um, apply for it.、Mm-hmm. So I had to get ready for one year, did a lot of activism. You know,、wow. not because I wanted to win. No, when you're just, acting as a pre-date. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. But、um, yeah, I did that. Got my body ready. You know, body image isn't really a concern in the competition, but、mm-hmm. I am a role model. We are all a role model, so、mm-hmm. we have to be healthy. You know, right. So that was why, and、uh, I just happened. I did not think for a second I would win, and I got to win. So that was the happiest moment of my life, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you were. 
you were saying earlier when we were eating, but I'm going to bring it up right. um, again, that every pageant has its dark side. And like you said that you Absolutely. did this for the platform, but like what were the dark sides? Mm. Because when you think about it, you think it's such a good thing to be a role model, to be standing up there advocating for your community. Right, right. I mean, um, I think it goes a lot with, you know, just pageants in general. But, um, well, this specific pageant, Mr. Gay competition, this is a very nice one. And I think it's one of the better ones in a sense that, you know, it's very focused on activism. But right. obviously, it also is a pageant. So we do have to have like a swimwear competition and, you know, all these things that some people might not agree. And mm-hmm. because I don't. This might be politically incorrect, but a lot of gay people have like the stereotypical image of gay people that people think that we mm-hmm. have, we do, or we have is like just us, really like half naked all the mm-hmm. time, and you know, sex, 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 you know, sexy, right. that, oh, like hypersexualized. Right. Exactly. That's the reason why a lot of um, people in the competition there was a huge split where one person just really just one uh, side, including mm-hmm. myself, we really wanted to get rid of that stereotype. Right. Uh, we didn't really want to take part in that, you know, swimwear comp. Um, section and things mm-hmm. because or like even just post a lot of um you know half nude pictures which there, there's nothing wrong with being body positive it's right. a beautiful thing but i think it's different when you mix something you know like the mr gay world sash while being half naked right. i think that's um i think that's wrong personally mm-hmm. because you can't really mix activism with these things it's not very credible um, so that was a little bit of a disagreement within the Mr. Gay World competition, uh, within myself as well. So when I go to Pride, um, oh, by the way, I'm going to Pride. If you, if any of the listeners are going to be at Pride in Belgium or in the Netherlands in August, I'll be there with Mr. Ireland, Mr. Belgium. And myself, Mr. Japan, and we will all be wearing a suit with our <gasps> sash. We will not be half naked. <laughs> awesome. Wow. Right, yeah, Good for so, you. Yeah. But again, so afterwards, I went to South Africa. This mm-hmm. was the world competition. And maybe I want to talk a little bit about that. Sure, and sure, this was... Yeah. Um, really life-changing uh in many ways it's so cheesy to say life-changing but this really was a big moment this 10 days that i was there was really every day i was crying laughing you know so much and that changed me every single day i was a new person and i pledged to myself that when i go back i would never be the same person again i've changed for good and i'm actually crying talking about this because Another, like, one reason, big reason why that changed me so much was because, of course, I met Mr. Canada, you know, a little bit privileged in a a little bit more privileged in the sense of sexuality rights uh, where he lives and things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit more liberal compared to Mr. Namibia, for example, that right. I've met. And this individual, his name is Ray um, Riverlino, and he was amazing in a sense that I could relate to him so much. Right. We both grew up with a single mother, and mm-hmm. our mothers are really similar sort of. And, um, you know, we, we are very, very alike. We were the closest in age as well. But the only difference is if someone finds out my sexuality in my country, Japan, no one would beat up my mother, which was a case for Mr. Namibia. It's awful. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think Ray um, felt really, really, of course, like bad, you know, it's, yeah, even it's if it's terrible. not his fault these situations would make him feel like it's his fault. So that was one of the big 
realization for me to realize my privilege even more when you actually meet someone from the countries that you would never meet from usually and mm-hmm. actually get to talk to them face to face you learn so much than just reading something on the media because right. media is usually yeah. false about these right. things yeah so i'm gonna let you guys talk as no i stole the microphone for a yeah. quite a bit i imagine that having that experience is really special and especially since like in japan it's really hard to find a community like that right Absolutely. what was it like growing up well growing up uh being gay in japan and this actually goes uh with the my experience in south africa as well but mm-hmm. um me growing up here i was very different from the people at the mr gay world competition yeah. because i didn't actually have gay uh, friends or allies that I can right. relate to, for example, and uh, or you know like role because models. exact role models yeah. because on media Japanese media, the only time we see LGBTQ representation is mm-hmm. only used when it's for comedic yeah, comedic uh, purposes, right. yeah, like gay men being ridiculous. Exactly right? like Matsuko Deluxe. Yeah. This is um so Matsuko Deluxe by the way is um you know a drag queen sort of mm-hmm. but it's really like a bit ignorant it's mm-hmm. always used mm-hmm. um for just comedic purposes so this is the perception japanese media gives to right. people and kids are watching teachers are watching yeah. parents are watching what are they going to think you know yeah. so. and representation matters right it's Absolutely. right that lgbtq people are in the media but um, good representation good matters rep- representation exactly. Yes. Than representation. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. so you can represent someone from the lgbtq yeah. community but if you're over sexualizing them or using them as comedic relief you're not yeah. representing absolutely. them absolutely yeah. yeah. yes sure. yes that becomes normalized absolutely culture, yeah so me going to a japanese school japanese mm. um, elementary school i had to you know run from the school escape from the school really which is so sad being yeah. about nine years old this was the time i had to really seek help mental yeah. therapy and things like this because of the bullying that went through yeah. and this is caused by not only the students but teachers parents they all i feel like it's the media has a big big impact on them and that was one of the main reasons why they were so ignorant about um, the LGBTQ. Mm. Uh, they used the term okama, which is, um, mm. you know, faggot, if yeah. I can say. Um, yeah. It's completely, completely so disrespectful. And they Absolutely. Yeah. I also want to touch a little bit on sexual education. Yeah. Um, the sex ed in my generation, I hope it's different this uh, in this generation now, but back then, about more than a decade ago, they had the nurse come into the room you know talk for literally about five seconds and be like if you're gay you get AIDS which is so inaccurate they actually said that in your classroom in the classroom um first of all you know AIDS HIV it's different second of all that's so inaccurate and third of all no (laughs) it's just it's crazy it's it's unbelievable so was this at a job when you're in elementary school this was in an elementary school yes um when i was about maybe eight or nine wow yeah so unbelievable right that's unbelievable yeah but back to the (laughs) sorry back to the question that's why i felt really sort of different when i heard other people from other countries say that yeah i grew up with my best friend who was gay you know, and because I didn't have anything like that, when I actually went to the competition, I felt like I found my family for right. the first time. Mm-hmm. Someone I could relate to, you know, just group of 22 
gay men who mm. I look up to so much. They were like brothers for me. Right. But that's why when I left, it yeah, was it the hardest so hard. thing wow. ever because I just found mm. my brothers and I had to leave. But I wanted to, I wanted that to end as weird as it sounds because I knew that the end was there. That's why I made sure to enjoy every single second with right. them. Mm. So thinking about that, it's going to make me so yeah. emotional. But mm. I was really happy that I went and yeah. met them. Yeah, I'm so happy for you that you Thank got to experience you. that. It's, it's so interesting because 22 of you, you must have, you have something in common. Right. Which on the surface is obviously your sexuality. But you have right. even below that, like shared experiences of going like, doesn't matter what country you came from you have mm. so many of these things that link you absolutely and then you also have like you said mr gay namibia yeah you um, have these like polar opposite completely yeah. different continent on the other side of the yeah. globe and we were very similar in a way and yeah. this is unbelievable it really reminded me that no matter what race or gender or anything sexuality mm-hmm. age we are really just the same human beings you mm-hmm. know i think that's so important to realize um because i think a lot of problems today that is being caused or being you know mm-hmm. like just problems that are caused i think this really comes from the fact that we forget that we are the same human being right. you know mm-hmm. Obviously, it's easier said than done. It's probably yeah. not the only reason, right. but, you know, I think mm-hmm. that was very important to realize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So going back to your education, I know you touched on it a bit, especially yeah. elementary school, but um, I think for anyone, being a teenager sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> like, if you're 15 right now, I feel really bad for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel you, definitely. Um, but what was it like being a teenager navigating your sexuality and then right things like sex ed or learning about safe sex or even you know you're explaining your sexuality to your classmates Mm. and being taken seriously like how did that work is there education in japan about um like lgbtq i know in canada so what i'm thinking about i don't know if i'm articulating it well Mm. is canadian schools have gsas which are gay straight alliances yes amazing Um, (laughs) i don't know the facts but i'm (laughs) almost certain that you don't have them here in japan and you are correct in japanese schools we don't have (laughs) that Um, i've never heard of them do you have anything that does are there you know part of health class or part of is there anything that discusses? Right. Or so, is it a very heterosexual education? Um, in Japanese schools, we do not have any... Um, so, I mean, I'm talking about Japanese uh, schools. Yeah, mm-hmm. not yeah, schools in schools, Japan, yeah. Japanese schools, traditional ones. They mm-hmm. don't have any sort of sexual education yeah, in a sense that they would... Right? Oh, no, yeah. no sex education. Um, not in pr- elementary oh. school. Oh, no, but yeah. like middle or... Oh, oh yeah. So yeah. Sexual education, they, they do, but they don't yeah. have any sexual educations that they uh, include... So sexuality. Yeah, that's right. So there's never not a, a discussion. Thing. It's never kind a of discussion. it's assumed that there are right. it's heterosexual male, female. Yeah. Like that's just the that's assumption. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I think going back a little bit on the media this is because the, because the media doesn't take these things seriously right. obviously it's school so they think these topics are not serious that's why yeah. they don't include it mm. that's because it's a joke right? right so they think they shouldn't talk about something that's really not serious um but going back to also what you said about gsa since this year which this really made me happy but so uh, sorry jumping everywhere a little yes. bit about mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. i 
escaped from a Japanese school, went to an international school, which was the best idea for me mm-hmm. because this is a school, you know, all over the world. I, I don't know if you're listening to this, going to an international school.、Um, I'm sure you can relate, but this is the kind of schools that you, you learn the same things with really diverse people of all、mm-hmm. religions, all ethnicities. All you also went to an international school, right? I went to a Japanese school, but、oh, there、okay. are some、yeah. people who had international backgrounds. Oh, wow,、well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but we're all third cultural in a、right. way. Like, Yeah. All of us, so、yeah. I think we can relate to some extent. But because these things were there, there were less discrimination of、right. race or sexual orientation.、Mm-hmm. Although it was an all boys Catholic school, there was nothing、mm-hmm. like that. And this year, I found out that they started a GSA. <gasps> yeah! Amazing! And it's amazing because. Japan. At, right, at all boys Catholic school. Catholic school. Sorry, rewind.、Wow. I, I feel like you just. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love how you just went. I went to an all boys Catholic school. <laughs> yeah. Wait. And they, yeah, all boys Catholic school. And they were accepting of homosexuality. Homosexuality because、wow. this was something that was never going to be possible when I still went to school there. You know,、mm-hmm. I'm only 21. I graduated only about two, three years ago.、Yeah. But、um, this was really not possible. But、mm, I, me getting the news that they started a GSA. That's wonderful. That's like, amazing. That's great. It's literally, it made me cry so much. I was、yeah. bawling for like three days because boys, you know, they, they, they have this mindset now. I don't have to be gay to stand up for gay people.、Right. I don't have to be a woman、right. to stand、exactly. up for women. And、yeah. I think this is what is really going to make a change、mm-hmm. today. I think this is amazing because changes really don't. Happen as much if you only fight for your own rights. Right, right. It's the people who don't have, like, who, who has nothing to do with those rights, the but they power, fight for、right? you. If,、yeah. if a straight man、yeah. has more political power、Absolutely. than、yeah. a gay man、mm. or, or a woman has, and it's so important for them to be. I mean, a woman's rights, yeah, yeah. woman's rights movement can't happen Absolutely. without men.、Yeah. Yeah. Gay, gay rights、so、cannot、true. happen without straight cis. I like, there's、Absolutely. so much bashing、yeah. of straight white guys. Yeah. Um, but Straight white guys get shit done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. hate them, but also, like, without <laughs> them, we probably. Absolutely. Like, yeah, they're, they're the allies. Yeah we, yeah, we all are. Yeah, so if you're listening to this just and you think you can't, you know, stand up for other people's rights, you know, I can, I'm, you know, Japanese descent and,、mm-hmm. you know, I can stand up for rights of individuals of African descent, for example. If you're a straight man or gay man like myself, you know, don't be afraid to stand up for women's rights, you know. Everyone can stand up for each、right. other's rights and this、mm-hmm. is what is really going to make peace, I think. It's going、right. to at least help. Yeah. 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 So, Tiger, what do you think are some, like, specific ways、um, Japanese will. They don't have to be Japanese where people can stand up for, like, to be an alliance and, like, stand up for、um, sexual minorities. Right. I think that's a very difficult、yeah. question <laughs> because,、um, no, but it's, it's a good, really good、yeah. question.、Uh, the reason why it's difficult is because I think there,、um, in 2019, raising awareness. Of any sort of problem isn't enough anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.、Um, but again, I think, I, as I said, I think standing up for rights that doesn't belong to you is very、mm-hmm. important. But we must be careful more than、um, make action. Obviously, making action is so important, but we must remember to not. Um, it's more about how you do things than what you do.、Right. I think this goes with any sort of, you know, f- for example, veganism, promoting、mm-hmm. veganism. 
as well. If, using that as an example, there are people who promote it in a very good way, like, hey, we have this kind of diet, like, try it. It's so good for the environment. Right. But at the same time, there are people who go to Shibuya, which is the Times Square of Tokyo, and I personally saw this. They have a huge screen of uh, animals getting slaughtered, very gruesome like videos. Exactly, right. and kind of shaming non-vegans. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, kids see this, a lot right. of people see this. Um, so it's how you do it instead of like... Um, and I think it has to be understanding, I mean, with the veganism case. I mean, right. veganism, yeah. organic food, it's it's a class issue. It's not yeah. just... Like, That's so true. It's yeah. so true it's that organic well. food is better for you. It's yeah. true that vegan food is good for you, but... Not everyone. Not everyone has the privilege to be able to choose. Um, Also, you know, like it has to do with culture. It's a very sensitive diet. It's a very sensitive Mm -hmm. topic. Mm -hmm. So you know, promoting is very good. Like, hey, this is great. But I think shaming other people and that's the way to promote it. That's not like a very good way. I think it goes the same with promoting. Um, you know, like understanding of sexual minorities. I think if you kind of. If you are a non-binary individual mm-hmm. and someone calls you a he or she, for example, getting mad at them is one option. But this is not a bit. I know personally people who incidents of people getting really angry. Like my friend got yelled at actually, and she's a lesbian individual, mm-hmm. and she called someone um, a she because yeah. you know she had breasts and um, she looked like a woman, but she didn't identify herself as a woman. So you could also, it's about how you do it instead of how what you, you do, yeah, what, right. how you react. Yeah, I think you can edu- well. you can tell someone really in a calm way, be like, oh yeah, um, by the way, you know, you can you call, you can call me, um, de- they, them, I identify myself as a non- non-binary individual. Mm-hmm. And you could also, like on the other hand, go like, how dare you, blah, blah, blah. Assume I did, right. Yeah. There's very different reactions. Exactly, right. so I think when you do that by kind of yelling at someone it really misses the point of you trying isolate. to you isolate the people who yeah. want absolutely. to, uh, to absolutely. understand you and yeah you're never going to understand people from mm-hmm. right from, from that point of view right for sure yeah. so again um to you know recap i think it's really important to be careful um of you know how you do things instead of what you really do mm-hmm. nowadays yeah right um, one question. Yes. So I was wondering if there are any misconceptions um, from people from other foreign countries, uh, like which they have about LG- the, uh, the LGBTQ mm-hmm. community in Japan. Um, like we were talking about how in Nichome, like a lot of foreigners go there and they might get the impression that Japan's like very open, but right. it's not actually not the case. Right. So that's a really interesting question. As a foreigner, yeah. my first few weeks here, mm-hmm. it was always golden guy and then chome. Chome, yeah. right. <laughs> um, and I think from that you get that impression that We're it's very, very progressive, yeah. that, right. that Japan is really liberal, that homosexuality is very mm. open here. Right. And uh, to, to a certain extent... And that hyper-sexualized image. Again, yeah. chome presents that, like, Sexualized, sexualized yeah. image yeah. of a gay man. Yeah, that's yeah so absolutely, true. absolutely. <laughs> All I think of it, I think of underwear and, yeah. and post. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I think to a certain extent, Japan is um open on yeah. um, no history. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is open because you know Sailor Moon and uh-huh. you know media. Everything on media is so open. So yeah. I completely understand why people would think that Japan is very, very open in ter- terms of sexuality or yeah. sexuality rights. But in reality, Japan is really one of the only countries that has such a big like bipolar gap between right. the media and reality. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, Nietzsche in reality is like people who go there, they really cannot uh, be open in public, really. And this is really like their only safe space. Absolutely. That is, that is their Absolutely. space. Absolutely. And uh, but also with that being said, Japanese uh, LGBTQ people, they don't want to do anything activism regarding their rights they mm. just want to be left alone in fact you kind of get shamed in that society if you do any activism really? which is like a contradiction within a contradiction right. a problem so within why, a problem mm-hmm. how, how does that wait what yeah you know it's, it's very yeah. confusing I'm trying to wrap my head around that right so is it does it go back to this idea of um what is the saying? The nail that sticks Six out, out gets yeah, hammered down. It's um, it's a, a little, little bit. Well, that else? has to do with it, but um, it's a little bit different. Um, the mindset that they have, they just really want to be left alone. Like they, mm. they, they are happy just not being open, not right. being out, and just like be able to have a fake life. Sorry, that's a really bad way to put it. But not how, how about like a. You know, they, they can't really they a life that they can't be true to themselves and a life that they can be true to themselves, but kind of like a hidden way. They mm-hmm. like that lifestyle. And that's yeah. for them. That's why they can't really, you know, promote you know activism or they can't right. shame you for doing that. Yeah. But obviously, that's not the case for every single right. sexual minorities in yeah. Japan. A lot of people are directly involved with activism. And do you think that that um, that desire to have it hidden to not go towards activism do you think that's that it is maybe i'm completely shooting in the dark here i could be right. really wrong tell mm-hmm. me if I'm don't wrong. worry but in my head i was thinking is it related to the idea that if we bring light and noise to this attention there is a chance that whatever rights we do have right now whatever freedoms we do have even those will become a target you could not have said that any better. Actually, oh, okay. you are completely right. Um, yeah. The the whole thing about the light, bringing a light, you know, um, or like, you know, treading water, a cold yeah, water yeah. or something. Yeah, people don't want to change the status Exactly. Yeah. The this fear is... of it becoming worse is right. becoming better. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's the fear that a lot of people have. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, or like even just like if we become, specifically in the case of Nietzsche in the gay neighborhood in Japan, I think people think that if we kind of bring light to that, a lot of people would know about the neighborhood which Mm -hmm. is um one of the many fears that people Mm -hmm. have but um i really this is going to sound really bad for me to say but it's really because people people think that because they are not very aware or Mm -hmm. educated about the outside world how things work or how there are other sorts of gay people who have other problems and you know so i think i understand that to a certain extent but you know some people want to marry some people want to be able to you know be able to marry yeah. like some of the same sex and what about their rights you know just right. because so i think overall i think it's so important to be active like yeah. i'm not saying everyone should be active or like you know have to be active but i think that it's very important to be mm-hmm. to, to be an activist or just take part in activism yeah. uh, if you are if you want to make a change you know right. um yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you can also see that a lot in Japanese media as well. Like a lot mm-hmm. of celebrities or actresses won't speak about like politics or right. their their views on like gender issues. Right, right, right. Because they're scared of like losing jobs and yeah. whatnot. And yeah, yeah, people just stay very apolitical, and it's just really yeah. sad. Japanese yeah. society is sort of um, very taboo on politics, as yeah. um, surprisingly, um, which is 
um, crazy because I know you live in the UK. Um, you've you've lived you've lived in the UK as well, and um, I know you're moving there quite soon. But I think that a lot of people, like Japanese and UK politics, are very similar. I yeah. think in a way that the structure of the yeah. government works. It's, but yeah, the thing exactly is, it's so much. different how the people oh, react, yeah. Um, engage. Yeah, yeah people would really just yeah. protest um, to a bigger extent than in Japan. I mean, there there are some protests in mm-hmm. Japan to a certain extent, right? Like, for example, but, last year, was it mm. uh, Sugidamiyo? Yeah. yeah. And it was, you said it was a pretty small... Well, it was for about, people who don't know, do you want to explain yeah, the situation? So, um, there was a video that you know about it. went mm-hmm. super viral um, in Japanese media where this politician, Sugidamiyo, was t- basically bashing... Gay people, um, gay people <laughs> and sexual minorities, and how that's just not legitimate, I guess. And um, you can, it's really easy to find the video. But, um, and so a lot of people got very angry about it. And which is good, which is good. I mean, what so, she said was, it was, yeah, it was, yeah, it rolling was my eyes. I can't believe that came out of yeah. her mouth. Yeah. And so, um, a lot of people went in front of the LDP, myself included, and we just um, protested Sugitamil to resign or at least um, issue an apology. Right. But yeah, obviously that never happened. Oh yeah, well yeah. (laughs) But actually I do really appreciate that the generation has changed in a way that we know Thanks to the internet, internet has so much yeah. bad things as well as mm. really good things. It's a you know a pro and con. But mm. the thing is, because we know that you know Japanese society is very apolitical, mm-hmm. but at the same time, considering that people took their time and effort mm. to really like gather yeah. and really disagree on something that the majority of the people disagree on, yeah. I think this was such an amazing thing to see. Yeah, in I was actually so surprised. Ne- Netizens, is that the right word? Mm-hmm. Netizens, like internet people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but during that time, during the Sugita thing, I everywhere I went, Twitter, Facebook, mm. like yeah, it Japanese, was everywhere. It was everywhere which right. I found yeah. with other political news in Japan, yeah. I didn't see as That's much. Never the case. Yeah, I don't usually see so many people sharing yeah. a post or yeah of being so active on their social media but with that i noticed so much on every yeah. platform on my instagram stories right. like everybody i was following was right. talking, yeah. about it. talking about it yeah. um another example that's very similar you know that magazine there was an incident um that a lot oh. of was it um spa or something that's the oh, name yeah, of the SPA, magazine yeah. spa yeah. they ranked women um oh, in university students yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the easiest to, to pick yeah, up. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna oh. use the word pick up because you know the words they used was yeah. really nasty. Oh. Um, <laughs> but it was very, very, very condescending towards okay. women yeah. um, in general. So like really objectifying them as if yeah. they were a sexual object, really. Mm-hmm. And, and, this, I mean, and, you, and yeah. at university, which is a place of learning, yeah. of exactly. education, exactly. It's a double inappropriate. Yeah. So, but the thing is, this was the time that some, you know, students. Students, especially female students, uh, spoke up mm-hmm. and they, they posted on Twitter yeah. and a lot of people got angry. They boycotted that magazine yeah. and I thought this was really amazing to see. So it's not just negative things as I always kind of have my mindset on right. um, because we always tend to focus on problems. But things. I think, yeah, it, th- thanks for mentioning that because I kind of realized that, wow, there are actually a lot of changes that's being made because... Mm-hmm. 
Pride, for example, gay pride didn't exist mm-hmm. 10 years ago. Right. And now and it's just thousands and thousands of people marching in Tokyo. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true, though. It's so easy to kind of fixate on negative issues. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And Absolutely. not recognize, like, growth yeah. as well. Because, like, we tend to, like, compare it to, you know, Canada or, like, you know, other Western countries mm-hmm. we've right. lived in. Right. Where it's very different and liberal. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think the point about comparing it, one of the reasons we wanted to do this mm-hmm. whole podcast was whenever we do talk about feminism, whenever we do talk about sexuality, I feel like it's always in a very Western-centric yeah. thing. And so yeah. there's this idea that Asian countries need to be so much more progressive, but there's so little focus on like the culture here, the history right. here, and like right. how much strides these countries have made yeah. considering... The, you know their, their culture history, and their history culture, yeah. their traditions right and it's right. always like well you're not good enough but it's like when you look at these cases of yeah um or the women boycotting the magazine you see yeah. that things are happening here people yeah. are right. just maybe not focusing yeah. on it and i think it's really interesting like with someone like sugita you know, she's obviously a very well-known politician within you know japanese politics and the ldp and I think it's really hard for a woman, female politician to gain that much power unless they're kind of like extremists like that as well. Mm. So I think understanding like the culture better makes you realize, um, yeah, like why things are the way they are. Yeah, as well. absolutely. Yeah. I actually have a really random question for you mm-hmm. guys. And this okay. is something that was always sort of uh, confusing me. Okay. Um, I know that a lot of people say, and this is completely like a non sequitur, but people say, um, you know, I hate men or I hate white men or I hate straight. <laughs> I or, no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. No, 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 you're fine. Because um, it's, it's not, it has nothing to do with you. It's something um, completely different yeah. I saw on um, social media. What do you guys think about that? Like, what do you right. think when... You know, you see, because for me, I've actually um, met someone who's like, I hate men. I oh, hate right. men. And I'm like, I'm a man <laughs> as well. And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. But you, you're gay. You're not a man. I'm like, yeah, OK, that's well, true. that's like kind of yeah. not true that's either. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what, what, what do you guys think about that? Uh, I'm really guilty of saying this no, a no, no, lot. No. I'm going to fess <laughs> up right now. I say I hate men mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. But equally so, I don't think, like I said it earlier, I don't think any movement can happen without the support Absolutely. of people in power. And yeah. let's face it, the people in power are white men. Okay, even if you take out yeah, white, yeah. it's Privilege men. as well. That, that's not men. something that doesn't so exist, right? So. What I, I don't hate all men. I hate mm. privileged men who are so privileged that they mm. don't take time to check their privilege. Mm-hmm and notice that they need to support and be allies to other people. Right, absolutely. So I do jokingly say a <laughs> like, lot that I hate Boys could be nasty, you know. I, I know, I, I know boys could be nasty. I could definitely agree with that. But, but. but I, I do think, like, in all seriousness, like, there's so much man-hating, but the reality mm. is, is, like, like you said, there's no, you can have two reactions, and you can be really divisive, and you can yeah. hate on a population that doesn't, immediately come around you but they're not going to come around to supporting you whether you're a woman or a a gay individual if Mm. you're not reaching out to them in a way that's not threatening right right absolutely i personally think it's not the best thing to say because Mm. it i feel like it creates 
you know, a divide within the movement. Right. Because, like, we obviously want the support of men. Society is not going to change right. with only with, like, the support of women. Yeah. And I think it kind of scares a lot of guys off yeah. from, like, equal rights and, like, feminism and gives them the wrong idea of what feminism stands for. And Absolutely. there is, I think, especially... I mean, I think this is true in every country, mm-hmm. but especially in Japan, I mean... Sometimes it seems like feminism is the bigger F word. Mm. Right? Yeah, like honestly. it's like nasty yeah. feminist, bra burning feminist, Toxic. crazy feminist. Yeah. And I think it's this idea that all feminists hate men. They yeah. all this like perpetuating idea that like we want a matriarchal society, we want yeah. to kill all off men or like sterilize yeah. them all when like reality is we just kinda want some equality. And yeah. you know, some women, some sorry, not women, some feminists also even say like if you're a man you can't stand up for women. Mm. Some really toxic ones say that. But the thing is, they're not real feminists, yeah. right? Real they feminism. They identify as feminists, a- absolutely. but they're not. Absolutely. Yeah. They're absolutely. A movement, right? So they're yeah. misunderstanding and defeat yeah. the defeating the whole purpose of feminism, which is, you know, really just equality. Yeah. Than just women, men, like anyone should be able to have the same rights exactly. that the other people would have. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah. on the point of hating men, and I know we're going to talk about this some other point, but to right. say it briefly is that the feminist movement isn't, solely for women right like absolutely it's also about reducing these these effects of the patriarchy that negatively affect men like exactly. toxic masculinity as mm-hmm. i think yeah. we're yeah i think we're both really passionate about and we're that we're gonna do a whole episode with Tiger about it <laughs> yeah absolutely. but to briefly say that yeah like you can't bash on all men because the feminist movement is also about liberating men yeah. from the absolutely. conditions of terrible yeah. patriarchy yeah it's difficult because like people can obviously use this name like label and label mm. themselves but we a lot of the times people have different intentions and Absolutely. goals so yeah i think people just have to recognize that there are different groups and different ideas within feminism mm. as well so how about um you know i w- i i always say i just hate people mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate people I, I hate people i'm kidding i hate people um i hate people who don't recognize their privilege yeah, yeah. maybe yeah privilege. i think that's a people mm-hmm. should right i think that. so yeah yeah no but i was very curious to see you know not nothing's yeah. right or wrong but i just wanted to yeah. you know know that because it's always something that confused me a little yeah. bit um yeah but cool there was um a question i don't know how versed you are on this topic um right. But transgender rights in Japan—is that yes. something you know a lot about? A little bit. I know. About? I know. Um, maybe a little bit more than Japanese people would okay, know. Okay, more than us right now. On okay. This. But Probably we were, yes. Yeah. We were looking at um a human I, rights mm-hmm. watch article, and it was about um it happened in January of this year, mm-hmm. where they agreed to where the Japanese Supreme Court Sorry. agreed mm-hmm. to hold up a law that basically states that if a transgender person wants to have a sex change that they have to become, they have to get sterilized. Um, yes, this was a huge issue, actually. Um, as well as, um, well, so I don't know if you saw that video with the baby. Maybe is that the one you saw with the human I, rights watch? I just read an article. You read an article, yeah. yeah. So that was a big issue. I do have a friend who, um, you know, she's, uh, sorry, excuse me, they, they are non-binary, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, so they used to be she, um, mm-hmm. so she 
kind of they realize sorry it's a little bit confusing right <laughs> even for it's me okay, it's, it's confusing okay, yeah. so i don't expect people to get it on you know right. the queue um but they are going through a transition at the moment mm-hmm. and um you know they kind of struggled very much being um also they are first of all you know uh, racial minority as well half austrian half mm-hmm. japanese right, exactly. so uh, completely that that's another like minority within a minority mm-hmm. but they didn't have problems trying to get hormones or anything but okay i was really curious about absolutely. that absolutely yeah. that is very lenient in japan for really? some because reason because we were talking about in america there's there's always this kind of struggle about hormone replacement therapy or right. sex change and yeah. like absolutely. getting the permission to, be, to do it getting yeah. your insurance to like absolutely um and eric i know you're yeah. half german so i don't know if you're you you know about the transgendered situation right. in germany yeah but they introduced like a new um intersex like yeah sex thing on right, your, right. Big, you can put on your passports and id yeah which is great yeah but the thing is to get the hormones on the other hand is a little bit more difficult in germany i heard okay. i don't know if it's changed within the past six months but okay. um, my friend is still struggling mm-hmm. he's still struggling to get hormones because they mm-hmm. have to they don't think that he is transgendered which is awful um. They do a they so, do a mental evaluation, don't they? They absolutely. do so many yeah. there's so many hoops. I find exactly. it insane. Yeah. Like you can't just walk in and say, like, this is who I am yeah. and this is what I want to be. Like they make you do all these dehumanizing yeah. so, tests. Yeah, so that's it's not be like, like so here, mentally exhausting yeah. too. Yeah. So it's unbelievable when um you can you have so much rights in terms of changing names, but the thing is to get that in Germany right. it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, to change your ne- uh, name or oh wait not name but change your gender on your passport in Japan or birth certificate, mm-hmm. this is really difficult. But on okay. the other hand, getting started getting hormones and things, okay. this is really easy. So okay. it's very strange That's when you think so about it. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. I I you know I'm really shocked that it's that easy to get the hormones because everything I've heard about how the Japanese government treats transgender people would have led me to believe that it's something that they police heavily. Right. Right? That's what you would assume. You would think because you think they're forcing sterilization on them. They they have limited rights. It's hard to change your gender on your passport. Right. Yet you can very easily access hormones. Hormones Hormones. and treatment. Yeah. It's like two different... It's like pros and cons yeah, really. yeah. very contradicting <laughs> idea yeah you would you know. think if if there was one that yeah others would follow yeah and some people like i jokingly say like okay so you can start off in japan and then go to germany once you know but it's <laughs> really not <laughs> yeah exactly but it's really not as easy as that right, right? Course, yeah, <laughs> yeah. well that's i guess that's We've had a lot of conversations. Yeah, yeah we talked about a lot of we things. Did. Is there anything else you want to add, Tiger? Or was that all the questions? Are we cutting it short? I think or? so. I think that's about, <laughs> about I feel like we it. could sit here for hours. I yeah. know. It is, I think I'm we enjoying can this. always do another episode <laughs> or more. <laughs> so, I think it's a It's a really here. nice way of saying we're going to Oh, it's a really nice way of being like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. No, I would love to talk more. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. I hope the listeners enjoyed. Yeah, I hope um, you guys Kind of understand a little more um, about accurate information about Japanese gay rights and situa- not sorry, LGBTQ rights, women and situations here. So, yeah, 
Yeah, and Tiger's experience. And also, everybody should go follow Tiger on yes. social media. Yay, and yeah. in Germany, Amsterdam, Belgium, yeah, Netherlands, Turkey. <laughs> if you're anywhere cool, yeah. hit, hit Tiger <laughs> up, up. up. Go to Pride with yeah. him. He'll be the cute boy in a suit. Yeah. yeah. And Should your I, Instagram mm-hmm. is Oh, yeah, Tiger. my Instagram is, okay, Tiger, like the animal, underscore. And then, last name is a bit difficult, but S H I G E. T A K E. So it's like Shige and then take. We'll put it in the show notes or something. Shige Take. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much thank for coming. Thank you so today. much for inviting me. And thank yeah. you also so much for listening, guys. Yeah, thank if you, you made it this much. far, you're a superstar. <laughs> you <are. laughs> but no, seriously, thank you, Tiger. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so guys. Much. Amazing you job. Like, thank incredibly you. Incredibly nice about helping us. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> <much laughs> yeah. Okay. See, See you guys. See you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.